Hello, and welcome to season two of Creating with Camille, episode number two. And for today, we will be talking about, well, by we, I mean me, we will be talking about the five ways to expand your creative network during a pandemic. So for about a year, I have been trying out different ways to expand my artistic and creative network. And other artists are so amazing and helpful. And honestly, I love how um, interactive and collaborative uh, most of these artists that I've interacted with are, especially when it comes to sharing work and um, just loving how it's such like a welcoming environment to be able to learn from these great minds. It's so amazing. And especially now, it's not exactly how I used to go about it, but it works. And so number one, organic interaction. So I would suggest going and looking through your current network of friends and people you know. And so this is like a first person introduction. So you meet another person through a friend. And so it's always that ladder that can expand and grow. Um, It's kind of like a spider web. That's how I look at my friends and the people I know in my immediate friend group and the friends of friends. And it's so useful. And I've done this many times (laughs) and I've looked at, okay, so this is the person I know and this is the person they know. And so I asked my dear friend to make an introduction and through introductions, I realized that it has more weight than if I just cold call someone or reach out randomly. Why? Because if the person you're a friend with, I'm hoping it's because you like them, uh, they have weight. They can vouch for you. It's much easier to get through a process of, um, I would say vetting uh, with another person when you have someone to make that bridge for you. And so that's where your immediate friends, uh, become so, uh, useful in getting to know a semi stranger. So that's your friends of friends and your network exponentially opens up as soon as you realize, um, this connection's available to you. I would be careful when using it because you don't want to burn that bridge with the friend who is sticking their neck out for you uh, to make this connection for you. And you also do not want to ruin your own name. So I would just say be mindful of their time, be courteous and respectful. And you want to go into this with the utmost amount of courtesy and respect because this is an introduction to someone new. And this is just kind of, you want to play to uh, perhaps a set of social rules or something you might not be aware of. So it's always important to to get some information from your friend uh, about this other person because you don't really know where they're coming from. So this is so key to um, understanding what might be expected in this future interaction. Always always number one for me, organic interaction. So if I can meet you through my immediate network, if I didn't know this has happened before, someone in my friend group is an artist. I didn't know someone in my friend group is somehow an amazing singer who has a huge following online. 
also happened before. Uh, these are just things that when you talk to other people and interact more and more with people not in like your four-person friend group, for me it's like five, but <laughs> you realize that the world really is so tiny and so interconnected, especially in a specific field such as artistic creation, uh, just creating in general. So, so petite, so small. Uh, living in LA, this could not be more true. Somebody is somebody's something. Everybody is somebody in LA. It's, it's ridiculous, I promise. And number two, social media. Why is social media number two? Because I don't feel that I have the retention that I have with organic meetings. It's a little different. Why? Because on social media, I reach out usually to people I like their feed, I like their content. I don't always get that response back. And to be honest, I don't always respond back myself. Why? I, I get busy. I lose the message. I don't see it on time. Things happen. And especially if I don't know you or you don't know me, you get sometimes you put it in a weird box like we're not friends, but you reached out to me. It, you know, things happen. So social media is not always a surefire way. However, it is very useful, especially to reach out to people you enjoy their content, but you have different time zones or you're in completely different countries. This has happened a lot of times to me at this point as well. And it's just that broader expansion. And man, it works very quickly. So if you would like something like that, social media, amazing. I prefer Instagram personally. I know a lot of people are branching out to TikTok. I like Instagram because I like to write on my posts. So that's just a preferential, uh, but it's completely up to you. Use a social media that you're familiar with uh, and that you understand how it works. Or, you know, expand, take time and learn and go for a different one. But I definitely recommend that as number two. Number three, we're getting crafty. We're getting smart in this pandemic a year in. So virtual online events. So this is, I go online, I type in like virtual author events near me. And if they look good, I go ahead and attend. And it's very interesting to, to hear other perspectives, listen to other authors, uh, very eloquent speakers. And even if we don't make that immediate connection between each other, I did learn something. And also, I don't believe in saying, oh, that was a wasted event because I didn't meet someone, blah, blah, blah. Every interaction that you go out of your way to try and make a connection is learning. It's a learning point in your life. So I would go and attend a book seminar, attend a book uh, talking event, and I would listen to the author and sometimes, you know, you can't interact because they're too large. Fine. But I'm still learning about their style. I'm learning about their life experience. And it's very enriching to, to go ahead and put yourself in a different perspective. So I do not believe there is a situation where you cannot learn. If you put your mind to it, you can pretty much become that sponge and soak up everything you need in even a virtual online event. Number four, kind of the same, book fairs. Um, I love book fairs. Uh, Pre-pandemic, I was a huge fan of going to massive in-person book fairs, petite book fairs, book events, anything I could get my hands on. Uh, now it's basically the same, but virtual. 
So I've found that some book fairs uh, and events do charge an online fee. Uh, this is the first year I think everyone's really up and going, up and running with this virtual uh, profile, <laughs> I guess. And so now there are events that are starting to come into the market that are going to be charged. I don't know. It's up to your discretion. It's up to my discretion on how these things work. I, because I don't like to always uh, put money in, I'm hesitant sometimes, but do your vetting, your research. Some of them are absolutely real. And um, it's just to each their own on how you want to do that research for yourself and what interests you. For me, like I really enjoy the LA book fair. I'm definitely into smaller book fairs that are more regional. And it's just kind of I hop around to try and see what is the best one for me. And I also like to check out uh, a few like ads and advertisements that come into my lap for different ones as well. So just trying to look over all the content available as we go through the day. Number five. Okay, this is old school, but listen here. Email or call. So sometimes uh, going back to the basic approach really works wonders. Uh, if you go ahead and cold call, email, most of the time, I would say there's no response. But it does pay off if you just keep consistent um, and wait for someone to turn back and return that phone call or that email. I realize that a lot of uh, creators, a fair amount, are actually quite generous with their time if you want to learn from them. And it just depends because I understand as someone in this this position, someone who has written about eight books last year, yeah, about eight books last year, time is really precious. And obviously these books are in different genres, some of in my name, some are not. It just depends on um, what you are looking for and what they can offer at that point in time. And I would not take it personally. It might not even have anything to do with you why they didn't respond to an email or call um, and just go on to the next person and try and pick up a new lesson there. So to summarize, how to expand your creative network during a pandemic, which apparently seems to keep going, but it's okay. We'll keep adapting. We have no other option. So number one, organic interaction. So that's going through your friend network, checking out who you have and those second person introductions. Very important. Number two, social media. Go ahead and reach out to those followers and people you want to follow and see what happens. Uh, check the content though. Definitely go ahead and do that valid research. I am a huge uh, fan of going and digging deeper, especially when you want to meet someone or speak on their behalf uh, or bring them onto a show. Always do that background work for that social media. Uh, number three, events virtually. So that's workshops, uh, author talks, uh, author events online, creative events online, plenty of options. Uh, I like to use eBright when I go on and check those out, uh, but there's plenty of platforms I, platforms I am sure also offer the same resources. Number four, book fairs online and 
go ahead and do that research as well. Uh, there are plenty of options, especially during the start of the year. Book fairs are very prevalent. And number five, I would say email or call. Just go back to the basics and it sometimes it works and it really does have this more personal approach, I personally would say, to have a phone call than social media, but everyone's different and uh, especially just be uh, aware that some people do experience anxiety and it might be heightened in this pandemic. So for whatever reason, if these steps don't feel right or it just doesn't feel like the perfect time, uh, go ahead and adapt it for you. These are just the five that worked out for me so far. <laughs> so I hope this helped and thank you for listening to season two, episode two of Creating with Camille. Oh, I wish I could make that work together more often like that. All right. Thank you. Bye.